In this week's SME Corner, we speak to agripreneur and founder of the village market South Africa, Posha Murudi. Posha, take us through what you do. Some call you the bee lady. <laughs> oh my word. Um, so, basically, I'm a bee farmer. Yeah. Uh, we go around starting bee farms in rural communities mostly or finding social ills that we could actually use bees to tackle them. Mm. Uh, in a nutshell, that's what we do. And the reason why we do it is that we know that our bees are threatened, yeah. um, one. And then South Africa is not producing good quality honey. Most of our honey is coming from China and Argentina. Mm. So we were trying to bridge that global gap, really, because there is a shortage of good quality honey. Right. And we identified a lot of arable land in most of these South African rural communities. Wonderful. Why go into this line of work? It was really by chance. Right? It it wasn't planned. Um, So in 2012, I decided to quit my job without a plan. Okay. Uh, Around that time, my grandfather suggested we go for a course in bee farming. And the reason was um, we had bees that would actually go into our ceiling, Mm. produce so much honey that they would actually cave in. The ceiling would actually cave in. Uh, And like most people, we consider bees to be pests. So Mm. we also used to just smoke smoke them out out and (laughs) bend tires and do all sorts of things. But that wasn't working. Hence, he then suggested, let's see how we can. He's an entrepreneur of note. So he just thought, let's see what we can do with these bees. And then I realized all these things after going through the training, that there's a shortage of honey, Mm. um, that our bees are dying out and that impacts on food security and then I decided to go with it. That's amazing. What goes into running a business like this then? A lot of working with people, working with communities because our model is in such a way that we didn't want to end up owning 10,000s of hives. Mm -hmm. Instead, we set up bee projects in communities, okay. uh, for example, in Winterfeld, we assist bee, uh, we assist farmers with bee pollination at no cost. So we would go in, place hives on their land, and then they would benefit from the bee pollination. Mm. Uh, in KZN, we've set it up in such a way that it's a community project mm. in partnership with elephant rhinos and people. Okay. Uh, we set up the community with bee hives and constructed a bee fence. So basically, this bee fence is preventing elephants that are coming from Mozambique and raiding mm-hmm. crops in in these remote villages. All right. So elephants don't like bees. Mm. Then we've set up this community project whereby, as the village market, we buy back the honey from the community. Wonderful. Yeah. This sounds so amazing in that I can see that it's been a journey of learning. What stands out for you as a highlight? Sure. I I think there's so many things, but I think with time, I've learned the art of just reinvention, really. If something doesn't work, our business has failed before, Mm -hmm. and I've just learned to be open to changing the idea if it doesn't work or finding other ways of doing it better, and that keeps us going. Mm. Um, And really, there's no room for for giving up even though we fail we try again because we know of all these communities that we're impacting and hence we keep going any challenges in this journey there's challenges every day yeah <laughs> yeah but 
really mostly what we found to be rather too much of a challenge has been working capital. All right. Um, we've really struggled because you try and, and keep your overheads low. But what, what's been happening is that you find yourself being the administrator, being the delivery guy, mm-hmm. being the extractor, being, oh, oh my word, you you the trainer, you everything. Um, and that has been challenging because we travel a lot. Uh, our business requires us to go into communities yeah. and do all this work. But when we are away, then nobody's actually doing the work. The business itself. Yep. yep. Yep, and that really boils down to not being able to employ as many people mm. as we should be doing at the moment. Is there money to be made? <laughs> <laughs> there is. Okay. <laughs> yep, there is money to be made. And and mostly how we're making our money is through corporate gifts. Okay. So we're in the business of selling honey. Yes. Honey that's coming from all these communities and produce that's coming from these communities but most of our money really is coming from corporate gifts our mm-hmm. honey is packaged differently beautifully so that it takes a higher a higher price as opposed to your normal the normal off the shelves that's, that's yep with I like that because it's a form of advertising as well and it leads me to my next question how do you then handle marketing and advertising without breaking the bank um I happen to sort of also have a background in multimedia and mm. graphic design. So when I mean we do it all, yeah. <laughs> the administrator, the designer, but we try and do as much as possible ourselves. So, so far, I've been doing a whole lot of our own marketing, mm. online media and sending out pamphlets. Yeah, I love beautiful things. So I really try. <laughs> <laughs> How then would you advise someone looking to get into this industry? What is needed? We need so many other beekeepers around. We need to create that conducive environment for our bees to thrive. And I think the more people know about it, mm. uh, the more they can get into it. Yeah. Um, and because of the shortage that we have in honey, I mean, this market, I think it's, it's an untapped market and that's why even one would say I'm speaking to to competition to say I'm opening myself up for competition Mm. but I find myself in a situation whereby I'm like we already training communities to do this work if we can buy it back from all these other guys then then why why not the cake is is really big enough everyone can get a slice I'd like to get your views now on the current SME space in South Africa. Are you of the view that entrepreneurs have enough support? What what needs to happen in this space that is quite exciting, where opportunities are plenty? Yep, I think I think there's a lot that could be done, and it's not being done. I, I personally, I don't think the focus is on the right thing in terms of the SME space. Uh, I mentioned our challenge being working capital, Mm. and that's what I found with a lot of other businesses. You know, there's a perception that um, no doing business with small businesses, no people disappoint you, and it's not really that. Mm. What I found is that it's difficult trying to run a small business without working capital, without people. Um, The disappointment is really around the fact that you have to be doing 
everything, everything. As, a, as a business owner. I find a lot of people are open to giving grants and funds for equipment and all sorts of other things, mm-hmm. but not prepared to give working capital, mm. which is what's really needed. If you have all these fancy equipments and then you still don't have people to operate, there's absolutely no way that your business is going to succeed. And we found ourselves in that space. Most definitely. Lastly, where to for Palisa Murudi, the agripreneur? Um, where to? We, we're looking to impact as many communities as possible with bee farming and with the promise that as the village market, we will take the produce. Um, access to market doesn't have to be a problem anymore mm. for villages specifically. So we're prepared to take on the produce, the honey. We're prepared to do the training. Our next project is with the visually impaired, whereby we're training them as beekeepers and we'll be taking that honey also from them to take through our market. But we're aiming to impact Africa in a big way. That was Agripreneur and founder of the Village Market SA, Posha Murudi, in this week's SME Corner.